Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hello everyone, my name is Dea and welcome back to my podcast In this second episode of my podcast, I'm going to talk about the omnibus bill on job creation Well, the discussion about this omnibus law is still being discussed by everyone So, what is exactly omnibus law? First of all, I want to tell you about the Omnibus Law. So, Omnibus Law is a draft law or a bill that includes more than one aspect which is combined into one law. The term of Omnibus Law itself first appeared in Joko Widodo's first speech after being inaugurated as President of the Republic of Indonesia for the second time on October 20, 2019. In his speech, he mentioned a legal concept called Omnibus Law which is include the Job Creation Law and the Micro, Small and Medium Scale Enterprises Employment Law. The Omnibus Law amends a number of existing laws, including Law Number no. 13 of 2003 on Labor and Law Number no. 40 of 2004 on national social security system the concept adopts replacing or revoking or restating various regulations in various sectors under a single umbrella law and simplify regulations to make it more targeted as i said before today we are gonna discuss about the omnibus bill on job creation as a part of the proposed omnibus law on Monday, October 5, 2020, the Indonesian House of Representatives has approved Job Creation Law, or commonly known as the Omnibus Law. The ratification also received rejection from various elements of society because it is considered to have some bad impacts on workers and laborers. Even though the hammers has been knocked, this law is still reaping controversy. On the one side, the government claims that this law can attract investors and employers both from within and outside the country so that it can boost economic growth and increase job creation. But on the other side, articles for worker and labor have come under the spotlight because it is considered problematic and controversial and have even led to demonstration in several places. Some of the contents of the Omnibus Law on Job Creation Law that have been widely rejected, especially from labor cluster, the following as points. The first, there is abolish of minimum wage. This is the main point that in line with the government's desire to implement an hourly wage system for workers. In other words, workers who work less than 40 hours per week will receive wage below the minimum. But it still maintains the obligation of governors to determine the provincial which in certain regencies or cities by paying attention to the rate of inflation or economic growth. Second one, about the elimination of severance pay. 
the severance pay value stated in omnibus law is reduced from 32 times to 25 times the wage with detail 19 months of the severance pay will be paid by the employers and six months will be paid by the government through BPGS. Also, the amount of severance pay cannot be enjoyed by all workers because this only for workers with working hours over 24 years. The third one is the existence of a work contract with without a time limit. The Omnibus Law eliminates the rule regarding the duration of contract workers, which allows workers to be contracted for life without becoming permanent employees. This new provision is considered to be detrimental to workers because it has potential to affect the power and flexibility of employers to maintain the status of contract workers indefinitely. This rule relates to compensation for workers if the work period has reached a minimum of one year. This raise concerns that workers who are contracted for less than one year won't receive work compensation. It is possible for employers to contract workers for under one year to avoid paying compensation. The fourth is the exploitative working time. The working time in omnibus law is considered exploitative and tends to be excessive, resulting in rejection from workers. For part-time workers, working time is more flexible to a maximum of 8 hours per day. Meanwhile, jobs in the oil and gas, mining, plantation, agriculture, and fishery sectors can exceed 8 hours per day or 40 hours a week. The Omnibus Law also extends the maximum overtime hours to 4 hours a day. And last but not least is the deprivation of leave wage, where the right to maternity and menstrual leave for women workers cause workers not to be paid because workers are considered not working at that time. This results in female workers not taking maternity and menstrual leave because they scared of having their wage cut when taking the leave. So, I just explained about the several points about the omnibus law on job creation. Apart from these five points, actually, there are still many bills that are rejected, such as the implementation of an outsourcing system in all types of industries, the ease of frequenting foreign workers, and the elimination of sanctions for companies that do not pay which according to the provisions. Various response continue to emerge after the passing of the omnibus bill into law, both from pro and contra sides. The business community welcomes and even give appreciation to the government and the Indonesian House of Representatives who have agreed 
on the ratification of the omnibus bill into law. According to the employer, this omnibus law can answer problem in business, especially related to overlapping regulations in licensing. This can also invite many investors so that investment can increase and will lead to economic growth because job creation has increased dramatically. In contrast to the employees, the workers are in fact contra because the contents of the omnibus law that tend to be detrimental and only concerned with investors. The number of overlapping laws in Indonesia has made the government try to solve it with the omnibus law. Besides, the drafting process is rushed and doesn't seek advice from other parties risk causing polemic rules. Related to the impact of this omnibus law on laborers, do you think there are impacts on millennial workers? Is this omnibus law beneficial or even harmful? Let's discuss it. When you see it from the outside, perhaps many millennials think that this law doesn't bring many benefits. But after digging deeper, it turns out that there are some positive benefits that can be taken. For example, the investment from the omnibus law will open up new and wider job opportunities. So, the productive age workforce will have greater opportunities in Indonesia and can be optimally absorbed. Talking about investment, of course, Omnibus Law doesn't only bring in foreign investment, but also leads to domestic investment. With these things, it will make it easier for micro, small, and medium-scale enterprises to establish a business entity so that it will open more opportunities for entrepreneurs, especially millennials, to start their own business in the country. However, there is also negative impact from this, which is increase the business competitors so that more effort is needed to remain innovative. Apart from its positive impact, this omnibus law also certainly has a negative impact on millennial workers. For example, in the omnibus law, there is a point where there is ease in requiting foreign workers. This threatens the availability of jobs for Indonesian because jobs that should be occupied by local people are instead filled by foreign workers. However, from this law, we can take positive side, that is, we can make more effort to improve our skills so that we can easily compete with foreign workers. One of the crucial points in the omnibus law is that there is exploitative working time and tends to be excessive. Of course, this forces workers to work longer hours than usual, so that make workers exert energy so they are easily exhausted. 
However, on the other side, this law allows us to be more productive than usual. So, the efficiency of individuals increase and has impact on increasing the level of productivity of the company. So, those are some opinions that I can share regarding the impact of the omnibus law on millennial workers. And I think our discussion is come to the end. Uh, we discussed so many things, starting from the omnibus law itself, um, the omnibus bill on job creation and its impact from both labors and the employers. And lastly, we discussed about omnibus law's impact on millennial worker. So I think this is the end of my podcast and our discussion about omnibus law. I hope this podcast will be very useful to anyone who listens to it. And also, I hope that you guys can take the good sides of this podcast and get rid of the bad ones. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and see you on my next episode. Bye-bye. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.